Deep House scene saw such a major shakeup when uh, Timo ODB got introduced to Joburg and South African audiences, right? Yeah. Fast forward a couple of years and he's still doing so amazing DJ, producer, vocalist, all of those things. It is Timo ODB on the 947 Block Party. Thank you so much for making time. Yeah, cool, no problem. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And especially because you have just dropped your brand new project. It's an EP, it's four tunes and they are crazy. Uh, Yeah, thank you very much. Tell us about that. Um, Yeah, I just decided instead of dropping like longer projects or even just super short projects like one single at a time, I'd I'd drop like three or four songs that give you a taste of where I'm at, just your sound and where you're going. So that's what I thought I'd do. And the lead single on the track is Escape featuring Chase Something. Yeah, for sure. I'd run for miles trying to such a beautiful tune. Oh, thank you very much. What was the inspiration behind the song? Um, You're talking about love. The beat is amazing, but the vocals as well, I, I, I absolutely love. Yeah, I hadn't like written a singing song for a while. And then I, I'd written that one with the, I produced everything. And then one day randomly Jay just messaged me on WhatsApp like, yo bro, when we when we working? And I was like, yeah, well, I just wrote a song if you want to be honest. Yeah. So I sent it to him and then I had written the whole song and then he was like, yo, can I rewrite my own verse to give it my own yeah. like style and yeah. stuff and I was like yeah no it's, it's like sweet I'll send you the just the beat and then he wrote his verse so I sing the first verse and he sings the second verse and yeah that's what I was trying to figure out while listening I had to listen to it twice <laughs> 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 to figure out when or, or which verse are you on and which verse uh, he's on what was it like though working with uh, Jay something he's so talented he's also done so well in the last couple of years too I can't imagine having a music genius like that in studio with you was quite amazing uh, we actually we actually just did it like didn't even chill together we just I just send him the beat and then he would send me oh, vocals yeah? and he'd be like yo is this fine and then I'd be like no can you just re-export this piece and then yeah and then I'd mix it and send it to him like what do you think and then I had changed like one or two things and I sent it back to him he was like yo this this version's like fire now I was like yeah, yeah sure thanks and then then I just stuck with that so you guys weren't in studio no, together in studio at, all. at all no not at all I just made everything in my like garage and then I sent it to him and I think he recorded it at his house and yeah. then he sent it back and then I just edited it and yeah so it was like a cool thing I think it's, it's sometimes it's quite hard to make time to actually get in studio yeah. with people because like he's busy with so many things and I'm away a lot of yeah. the time as well so how do you choose the people you put on your tracks how do you choose your vocalist because that must be one of the biggest decisions to make when you have a song or you know whether it's beat or the actual uh, lyrics how, how do you choose that this is perfect for Chase something or this is perfect for Sarah Jackson like how do you choose I think it sort of just happens with the Sarah one she was just there with the J one like I said I was literally like I couldn't decide like what I wanted on the track and then I just Ooh. had that random WhatsApp out of nowhere like yo let's work and I was like 
I'm pretty sure your voice is going to sound cool on you because I had the, obviously the first time I sang with someone was with Sarah then the other time mm. it was with Reiki that was also just I just heard her voice on something and I was like yeah this is cool then yeah like let me get your details and then obviously now this is the only the third time I think I'm singing with someone and that's with Jay his voice just ended up sounding like so cool in my opinion are you going to do more of that like featuring more other vocalists I probably, will, on your I probably will start featuring like more vocalists yeah. and stuff because like in the past like two or so years I, I hadn't really been wanting to put my own voice on tracks much so when I did it was something like move where I'd like walk my voice and mm. even even the female voice was uh, my fiance's voice where I was just like yo I need a female's voice like yo uh, hey, babe. I, I was like yo can you speak in an American I, that was actually funny because she was trying to say it and I was like no that's not an American accent you have to say an American accent and so I'm trying to teach her <laughs> And yeah, and then even Ravy was just my own voice that I pitched down again. So this is the, this is probably the first one in a while that I've like sang on. As a producer, I just felt like people were always just calling me a singer and stuff. Yeah. And I think like probably hard for someone to understand, but for someone that would identify as a producer to be called a singer the whole time, you feel like frustrated. You're like, man, you don't really understand me. I just <laughs> yeah. want you to hear the bass line, but you just want to hear me sing. So I'm not going to sing for a while now. And then... And that's what I did. And obviously now after two years, I'm like, ah, I feel like singing again. So, so let me sing a song. <laughs> Which talent did you discover first? Your your singing and vocal ability or your making music? Uh, basically, ability? I'd made music for like two years. And then it was so hard to find people to like sing and write on my stuff that I liked that I had ended up just learning how to sing. Oh. Uh, yeah, so... So, because I, one day I just Googled, like, can you learn how to sing? And I found like a bunch of videos that were like, yes, you can. It just takes a while. So I was like, okay, well, if it takes a while, that's that is fine. crazy. Yeah. No, but there has to be a natural talent there somewhere. Like, I, I can't <laughs> go and learn how to sing. Like, it's too late for me. I don't know. I'm yeah. really, really bad. My ear for music is just yeah. not that way and my voice and everything. I don't know. I think it was like before I started, I couldn't hear if something was out of key. And then when I started producing and playing like a lot of piano and stuff I think your ear just grows it's, it's almost like learning a new language I guess yeah. like it just slowly slowly goes and then you get better and then your ear starts hearing things you never heard before yeah from singing you're just using your throat and your body so like if you can condition your body to sing I mean I think it's if you can talk and if you can shout you can definitely sing you're giving me hope <laughs> <laughs> Joburg if you are out there and people have always told you you cannot sing you could do it yeah, you, Google you go for lessons you know maybe yeah. you got that natural like it's, it's not there. super easy it, uh, yeah, it does take maybe like an mm. hour to every day for like two or three years but then you can definitely sing well enough that no one goes like who sings that song oh we'll keep it that way <laughs> <laughs> Let's chat about tears. I've got a note here, and then next to tears, heart. <laughs> I'm like, I think this might be my favorite. <laughs> That's awesome. I think so. I haven't quite decided, but I think so. I love it. I think that just that one started almost from like. Uh, I just for some reason started falling in love with like analog synths which are basically instead of you making it on your computer you're getting like a m real like keyboard machine that makes the actual sound sort uh -huh. of like the olden days mm. so that's why it has that like oldish kind of arpeggio kind of sound and I think I just started watching like a few 
years ago, like all that kind of stuff came out, like Stranger Things and those like yes. weird retro-y kind of sounds. And are you it, watching the latest? Uh, yeah, I watched season? it in like one night. <laughs> it was fire. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was the so best fire. Season, yes. Okay, so you definitely draw inspiration from, from like, yeah. different things. Yeah. At, at this point in time, I've been drawing like inspiration from more like '90s, I guess, with all those arpeggios and just. I think I got tired of all the super futuristic sounds. Mm. Even the track on the J Summing track was made with uh, like a it's called a Moog. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just like an analog synth. So it just gives like this a bit of a different tone to what you'd usually hear nowadays. And what do you do when you're not feeling inspired by anything? I think you just, sometimes you just have to treat it like a job as well. And like, mm. I mean, if sometimes it feels like, you know, when you're at school and the teacher's like, you must write a 600 word essay. Yeah. And you're like, yo, bro, I don't know where to start. So you just sit there like staring at the page and then eventually start off with like one day I was drawing a boat. And then you just carry on with the story. Yeah. And sometimes you'll finish the story and you'll be like, oh, that was a cool story. And then other times you'll finish it and be like, yeah, I should throw this away. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently that's what you need to keep doing. Like yeah. if you're a writer and you've got writer's block, it's not going to go away if you don't sit and write yeah exactly so I guess it works the same way with music 100% and I think it's not going to happen every single time but for a while I was bad at that and I was like man I don't have inspiration let me just play computer games or like I do <laughs> other stuff and then yeah, I'd noticed like six months went by and I didn't have any inspiration sure. where it would be like if you sat down every day for even if you just allocated like three hours like I'm going to sit here I'm going to play with sounds I'm going to make kick drums and try to get a groove going or something and then you'd notice that eventually like inspiration will come along do you actually think about that or you've always been caught by surprise that your songs have so much longevity and that people will jam to them years later? <laughs> is that is it something you know when you are recording and or it just you get surprised? I think I've always been surprised. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because staying the, humble. <laughs> <laughs> by the time I finish the song, I've heard yeah. it like a thousand times. I'm yeah. tired of this. I don't think anyone will like it. And mm. then when people are like, "No, this is cool," and I'm like, "Really?" They're like, "Yeah, oh, no, it's very cool." I'm like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> you know I mean, I'm not like one of those artists that are like, "Yo, guys, new EP dropping tomorrow. It's fire, full of hits. Prepare yourself." I'm more like the person that's just like, "Yo, there's new music out tomorrow. Like, hope you like it." Yo, I'm not so sure because I'm tired of these now. <laughs> like, I'm working on some new stuff before you've even heard the new stuff you know yeah. what I mean how so, long did you work on this one I worked on this one for I'd say like four months or so and something else that you liked uh, obviously is Tonight It's Us that made it onto uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the EP2 That one. That actually, is the it sounds nothing like the song that I first heard. But I went to yeah. my friend's house, Aiden K, and then he was working on some like track, and I was like, "Yo, this is sick. Send me like the drums, and then I'll make a melody for it. It's like just send me the drums and the bass line, and I'll see if I can come up with something." Mm. And he had sent it to me, and then eventually, like all that I kept was the kick drum, and I sent it back to him. I was like, "Yo, make another bass line to now fit this new melody that I made." <laughs> so then he made a new bass line, and then we added some like different hi-hats and drums and then we were basically done with the track and then I was just listening to it and while I was listening to it I was like man I think I could do it like a yeah. short vocal yeah and then I wrote a vocal over the track and they were like okay yeah this actually sounds better 
and then yeah just carried on like that you just gotta keep working on it until it sounds perfect I yeah guess exactly <laughs> you find it's sort of like you know just starting like a painting and then maybe you painted a face and then come back the next day you're like that would be cool if I put some color in the eyes and do you ever feel like it's perfect no not at all because I know artists constantly seek for perfection but there's nothing nothing can ever be perfect yeah. but I guess that's where the beauty lies right 100% I don't feel like any of my songs were ever finished to be honest with you it just oh, it just comes to time when you have to like let go I guess and then there's shades That just, it was just, I sort of liked the groove with the synth. I had played it out and wherever I played it, like people were dancing and I was like, okay. Because in the beginning, like as well, that was like a super simple track. It's like a bass line and like a cool synth. And I, I thought, man, this is too basic. No one's going to like this. I just thought, let me try it out. Let me play it and see if it works in the club. And like people were dancing. And I was like, okay, so they like what I like. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. <laughs> How often do you, do you try out new music when you are at a gig? Uh, quite often yeah. just like that because then you can try it out you can see like is it potentially working you can't totally trust, yeah. trust the dance floor always because yeah. there's a difference between someone driving like sober to work at like 10am yeah. and someone that is like when you are out and it's lit and you're on the dance floor you love everything yeah exactly <laughs> I, I like once read, an in, I read, read like an interview where someone said like when someone goes out and they like your music it doesn't really mean they like your music they might like your music 10% but they say like 50% is the atmosphere 20% is who they're worth yeah. 20% is their mood and how their day was you know what I mean you could have the worst day someone could play your banger you might be like yeah. oh, I don't want to listen to this now I just <laughs> want to go to sleep like, me alone. <laughs> it all depends on the scenario it all yeah. does but I think it's a beautiful uh, project congratulations cool thank you very much uh, looking forward to hits that are going to last a very long time that we're still going to be uh, jamming to years to come I think that'll definitely happen it's happened already uh, <laughs> with your older tracks uh, they've all done incredibly well cool thank you and obviously it is available on all streaming platforms yes 100% everywhere yeah, pretty much everywhere <laughs> when are you playing in Joburg I'm disappearing for a while for like a just a getaway holiday I want to try and make another EP oh wow so you leave us with this amazing <laughs> album like here we go guys there we go you've been wanting the music there it is and then you're just like peace I'm out I need a holiday yeah, <laughs> and I'm like go, go get more inspiration it's fine yeah that's pretty much exactly <laughs> what I'm doing yeah then I'll be back like end of August close to, I'm pretty sure one of my first gigs back in Joburg will actually be Joburg yeah <laughs> So yeah, go cool. get some rest. It's yeah, fine. And then people can learn the songs by the time I'm back there. Oh no, it's going to be so crazy. What's your favorite thing about a Joburg audience? The, specifically like a Joburg day it's mm. just you know there's so many people let's be honest if it's like midday people are having a good time with their friends and family mm. and you just come on and play some music there's just that atmosphere which you don't always get in like a club yeah 
it's, it's basically that like festival atmosphere where people yeah. they're just there they're ready to jam they know it they've been looking forward to it I think that's what I've noticed is also the difference between something like a Joburg day and just playing at a club because at a club you might get you know someone that was like lying on the couch at a bad day and everyone's like well let's go chew you up whatever's playing at this club let's go and then the person's like ah I don't really feel it. let me go anyway but at Joburg day you're like okay cool got my tickets people next are weekend packed. are you ready who you want to go with are we yeah. driving together yeah. we're gonna Uber oh, okay cool I'm ready I'm ready then they come there and they're ready to jam and that's what like creates that whole like vibe and the atmosphere in my opinion keep the music coming congratulations <laughs> thank you very uh, much these yeah. are stunning stunning checks and we'll see you live at Joburg Day enjoy your break thank you get very all much. that inspiration that <laughs> yeah, you want we like that cool thank you very much yeah. <laughs> it is Timo ODV live on the 947 Block Party get the brand new EP it is stunning